Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 164. And I am Think So Joe, along with JT. The reason why I don't grill them on fucking Tuesdays is they fall off the fucking grill. <laughs> Mark. I don't know what that was in reference to. Angie. Kayfabe is dead. And that's not a knock. And don't forget, I'm here too. <laughs> the reason I don't grill them is because they fall. They they fucking fall off the fucking it, it, grill. If you buy, if you, it's a, it's a um, it's on Corn's Follow the Leader album. Yeah. It's the hidden track. The hidden track is "Earache by My Eye" by Cheech and Chong. They get, they cover it with Cheech with Cheech singing it. And before they do it, there there's a little talking segment, and that's one of the lines that they say in it. That's what that's from. Yeah. <laughs> I got the reference immediately. I'm like, yeah, I know that. That's corn. <laughs> uh, yes, welcome to the show. We've got, like, uh, you know, nothing going on, so it's probably going to be a short show, I imagine. <laughs> nothing going on. Well, you know, nothing uh, extraordinary going on because we don't we don't have a guest. George isn't here. It's gonna it's gonna slow down. I'm I'm working on a guest, but I I think he wants to do next weekend. So um, that's when your job as host is to bring something to the show. Yeah, I know. But Joe, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> I know? What do you know, Joe? Uh, uh, and knowing is half the battle. GI <laughs> <laughs> <G>. Joe. <laughs> yeah, wrong Joe. Wrong Joe. <laughs> Uh, I know that if I have Marshawn Lynch on my team, I'm not passing from the two-yard line. <laughs> uh, yes, football season's over. Boo. Day. Day. Boo. Day. <laughs> I know my, sa- my Sabres beat Cooley's Stars. That was awesome. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was fantastic. And the Leafs beat the Oilers. It's so good. <laughs> and, and oh, awful. shit, there's no... No, we've had to deal with the whole Seahawks fucked up on top of is Brady the best ever bullshit all week in the football world. <laughs> well, the game was good. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a great game. I'm not going to shit on the game. The game was a great game. It's the game you want. It's the game you want to have in the Super Bowl, but it's just like uh, it's the, you know, all the the Patriot fans are like, yeah, we're the best team ever. And it's like, no, you're not. You got fucking got caught cheating twice in a sport, especially two weeks ago before the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what the asterisk beside the win is going to be. That's, that's why it's there. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw and, it. It always will be there, too. No and, and my nephew, my, my 15-year-old nephew, who's like, who's the um one of those... I'm a fan of the team, but I couldn't tell you shit about it. It's like, yeah, my team won, Patriots, Patriots. I'm like, dude, you couldn't even name any. You couldn't even. You didn't even know half of the shit that was going on there in their season, dude. <laughs> my, my my girlfriend's like, that's not nice. I'm like, dude, when I was his age, and he's 15, by the way. He's not. It's not. You know, it's not a little kid. It's not. It's not. It's not a John Cena fan here. It, it's um. It, he he's old enough to read. He's old enough to be online enough to know stuff about his team and he couldn't name shit about it. So you need I'm like I'm like yeah at the yeah, at the end of the year what what I'm like what was what was the um what was their record this year? He couldn't even tell me the record, you know, they're in, in the regular season. It's like, dude, this is something as a fan you need to know. Yeah. Well, you know, that's and it's how like, we distinguish a bandwagoner from a true fan. 
And my 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 well, he apparently he loves Gronk. His it's it's his Gronk is his favorite player, but that's only because my ne- my uncle used to babysit him when he was a kid. So you know that's that's the only reason he's. I think that's the only reason he's a Gronk fan because my uncle, woo, guest four sixty five, and um, oh shit, what was I gonna say? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, my 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 uncle, my uncle will name drop Gronk every chance he get. It's, it's, it's like it's okay. Yes, we get it. You babysit them. I don't care. He will until he commits some heinous crime, and then he'll just stop. I <laughs> used to babysit a famous athlete, and then he killed someone. It became kind of awkward to name drop him. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh. I I posted uh you know being a uh, a buffalonian here on on Facebook the next morning I said the Gronk winning a Super Bowl is the closest the Bills will ever come to a Super Bowl. See the thing is no you you got it you got it all wrong it's um Norwood Norwood was the closest thing that they ever got to a Super Bowl. <laughs> well yeah but but Gronk winning and being from Buffalo is the closest thing Buffalo will See, ever get to actually winning a Super that- Bowl. That's the thing about that's the that's the thing about it's fucked up about all this is Gronk should know one one last week and that Super Bowl Buffalo should have won. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, and that's true. Not arguing that at all. Absolutely, and and uh, you know, I mean, I mean, you couldn't write a better ending. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it makes you wonder sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just 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 like we're sitting here and we're we're pontificating over uh what what most people would say is a fake sport in, in professional wrestling. But isn't it just weird how how like some of these Super Bowls just like end in ways that they really shouldn't? Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, it's almost like you know New England was scripted to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes and no, but it, you know, you know, there. Are, I, I'll give that for some. Like after nine eleven, when they won after the first Super Bowl after nine eleven, okay, that was a scripted. I, I'll tell you that that was straight up, that was straight up planned. Um, but like, like last week, something like, like I watched the play. We all watched the play and the interception. That was kind of two guys go, running into each other, and it was an interception. You know, that was. You know, I, I'll give that to where you know what that, that might have just been accidental. That wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say that was a scripted ending. I would, you know, if, if it was like okay, he's throwing to an empty field and the guy that intercepted it just happens to be right there. Yes, okay. I will say, I will say that was scripted because you know, like the one Super Bowl that um the Cowboys played the the Steelers and they threw it to Larry Brown. He got the MVP tw- because he intercepted two passes that were thrown right to him. So, but but you being a football fan, you know, you typically don't pass on that in that situation. Yeah, yes, I know. And the thing is, is the commentators the whole game were also talking about how predictable the Seahawks were going to be, and they did something unpredictable at the end of the game too. You know, I'm just I'm not trying to I'm not trying to I'm not maybe I'm trying to justify why I don't think the Super Bowl is like I'm not saying that some of these Super Bowls have been rigged I'm not I'm just <laughs> certainly, certainly. <laughs> but I, I don't I, I I think last week's was you know just kind of oh fuck we fucked up you know it was more like a, a botched spot you know someone you know oh shit I fucked this up oops <laughs> 
You got Marshawn Lynch going on Twitter, and he's saying, you know, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, uh, that is, and that's the thing. And it, and you, um, can, you can understand like, his frustration too. Yeah. Well, my like I say, my nephew, he was all bragging and shit, and I'm like, yeah, thanks to Russell Wilson. He's like, no, their guy was better. I'm like, dude, they should have ran the ball. Everybody's saying they should have ran the ball. He's like, oh yeah, you're right. It's like all in hindsight, man. Yeah. It's true, but I mean, Marshawn is a consistent, you know, know. he's consistent if not if nothing else. So I mean, if I'm if I'm the Seahawks, yeah, sure, it's predictable. But here, Marshawn, <laughs> when yeah, it's the Super Bowl, I I just think I think I think they were just trying to try to pull trying to pull, throw it real quick, hoping they were going to get it in, and it, it just I think it just backfired. They were just going to throw it in, and if it you know you know you go you go all in, you know, yeah. go big or go home. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, it's the it's the water boy scenario. Last game of the year, Brent can't hold anything back now. <laughs> right? <Yeah. sighs> oh well. Finally, something I can laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, water boy. Yes. So, uh, wrestling wasn't stuck in the middle of you know a snowstorm this week. <laughs> no, there was an actual event. There was an Too actual impact. event. Yes. You would consider wrestling an event? <laughs> I would say I would call it um, reason to gouge my eyes out. Well, <laughs> yet you're on a wrestling podcast. That's why you've got to not watch the WWE, dude. The thing is, though, if you gouge your eyes out, your hearing will improve, which will make it even more insufferable. Oh God, yeah, yeah. those commentators. You know, I'm I watched. Pretty a... sure now, Alex Riley is deliberately trying to get fired. Um, uh, it's the only yeah. way I can explain just how god awfully shit he is. Oh, I don't even follow him at all. I just ignore. What did he do, Mark Felton? Because I have absolutely zero idea what he did this week. Because I don't he, honestly care normally, but for a few minutes, I will. He basic. The best way I can put it is he pulled a JBL where he wouldn't shut up, but he took it to a whole other level. It was like JBL plus Cole divided by Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> it was just awful. What, what specifically was he doing now? Uh, I can't remember any specifics because like, was, I tend to tune him out as well and it was just all piled on top of each other and I can't remember any specifics but he just it was just awful. Was he like tweeting like Triple H has a vagina? And... <laughs> no, he was not tweeting anything. <laughs> just the way, the way he commentated. Just listening to him at NXT is becoming painful. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's tweeting a lot of garbage, too. He he was last week, we we talked about. He was tweeting uh, with the hashtag RileyWalks. <laughs> basically, basically wanting to walk out of the company because he got pulled from the Royal Rumble, much like Justin Gabriel did. Oh, that, that story just got better, which we'll get into later. Oh, I'm sure we will. <laughs> But yeah, I, it's becoming a pain to listen to him on NXT. Uh, free Riley, just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just let him fucking walk. Remember when he was the chosen one? Not Joe really. Dua, woo! Remember when he was on <laughs> NXT the first time, and they were like, "This is the guy we want you." And it was wasn't it, it was Caval that won, and that you you know he, but. They tried to sway the vote towards him. We want he's the guy that has it. He's the guy we want you to pick. I tell you what, man, when when How when, many people have had that chosen one gimmick? 
<laughs> I'll tell you what though, when when Riley turned on the Miz, like when Miz was WWE champion or just lost WWE championship, I'm like, and they gave him that theme song by Downstate. I'm like, this dude's got it. He he's he's like, he's the next big thing, and I was wrong. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that fizzled out pretty damn quickly. I can't even remember much of his in-ring career. <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, like, it was over like that, you know? It was just... He he was the Miz's uh, uh, personal assistant or something? What, what, what was he? His protege. It was his protege on the, on, when he showed up on NXT the first time um, in the second season. and uh, Well, he was his trainee, and then they... Because, you know, God forbid the WWE Universe picks somebody else... You know, and that guy got buried, but he still. But he, they tried to make him the prote protege. Anyway, you know, he, he, they made him Mrs. Protege anyway, and they still crammed him down our throats. So, and like I said, I, I I really thought when they gave him the the downstate theme song and the you know he turned on the Miz, and just like I thought, okay, this dude's gonna get over. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I guess people really don't like downstate that much. I guess. Well, it's not necessarily <laughs> the theme song was by Downstate. It was actually, you know, just like, okay, this song's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, this, this music's pretty cool. This guy's, you know, got something. But obviously it wasn't enough because here we are years later, like, okay, well, this guy, we can't remember a damn thing he's ever done in the ring. And, yeah, go ahead and release him already. <laughs> you know? I wonder if anyone would actually even pick him up. I guess TNA probably. They, yeah, they seem... No, go ahead. But I just I couldn't see him going anywhere else. Like I don't. I mean, what New Japan wouldn't even bat an eyelash at him. He never showed any massive technical ability or or ability to fly. If he has that, it's well hidden. So which underground's pretty much out. That's it. <laughs> TNA, I guess. Well, you see him bouncing around the Indies, and he'll be on the same shows with like uh, you know Marty Jannetty and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, former WWE superstar. <laughs> main event in the main event. Well, if he can make more money, and yeah, yeah. turns out he's better than we actually knew, more power to the guy. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to hate on him. You know, he he managed to reach the main stage briefly, albeit as it is. How many other guys can say that? You well, know, hey, Ricardo Rodriguez is a champion now. It turns out he could really go. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's like. It's like if you make the highest level of whatever you do, even if you're not like the top star in it or the best player of the sport, you're still better than 99.9% of people out there for whatever reason. Even if it's nepotism or other bullshit that got you there. If you're if you're given the opportunity for a slight bit of time, even if it's like two games, you know, in the NFL or something, like you can turn around and say, "Yeah, you know, I made it. I made it to the highest level I can get to." I was watching, uh, speaking of NFL, I was watching Muso Janaka on uh, last week's Ring of Honor uh, last night. I, I finally decided, you know what, I got to see Dalton Castle's match. And uh, Moose happened to be in the opening uh, match there. He's He's got his little thing going. He's got Veda Scott in his corner and some other guy. And uh, man, that, guy, that guy's got something, man. He's He's impressive. And he's been on our show. But I, I, I really wanted to see Dalton Castle because he's uh, he's from Rochester, uh, which is only a couple of hours away from here. Not even. Yeah, not even. Not even because it takes a couple hours to get for me to 
for me to get from my okay. house in, in Syracuse to Buffalo. Right. Well, so it's like, okay, and, and I've seen the guy wrestle on the indies around here, so it's like, oh, okay, I got to see what Dalton Castle's going to do on Ring of Honor. And they put him up against this guy, Ashley Six, and then, uh, I guess this Ashley Six guy is a cancer survivor. It's like, okay, you know Dalton's not going over. <laughs> <laughs> put him against Melendez. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they, okay, you know Dalton's not going over, but he comes out and he's got this whole like entrance because his his gimmick was like he was the peacock. Him, him and uh, Frankie Feathers and Will Calrissian were all a, a team at one point uh, called the Peacock Express. Now he's still doing the peacock thing. He comes out. They've got these like feather things or you know peacock feathers they're holding in front of them. These two guys are out there with them. Like just this entrance is like incredible. If you know weird, <laughs> you know. And, uh, you know, but you, you probably haven't seen the last of him, but he, he obviously did the job for Ashley Six, but, you know. Well, I don't know how well you know Ashley Six's background, but I I know a bit about him because he's, uh, he's a Canadian. So I've, the media I'm subjected to has talked to him a bunch of times. He's been wrestling for well over a decade. Yeah, in fact, they were talking about his, uh, his history, and uh, he, he actually... Uh, signed with Ring of Honor and then got the diagnosis the next day that he had cancer. Well, it's uh, it's a good match. I take it. I, I haven't seen ROH this week yet. Yeah, it was it was good. It was uh, it was last week's, so it's up on the website now. Um, okay, I didn't see that either because usually on Sunday I, that's when I catch up with a couple of the shows, but with the Super Bowl on it kind of fall to the wayside right well that's that's what happened with me too was like okay super bowl's over george is going home i'm going to bed (laughs) (laughs) which george by the way is safely in st louis (laughs) if anybody was wondering no i'm assuming (laughs) apparently not i i I, i'm i'm watching the st louis uh Host the uh, the Hawks, and I can see him in the stands right now. So <laughs> he was hard to miss, big fella. He was trying. Uh, he was trying to get tickets to that game, and they said they were. But they said like even the cheapest tickets they could find were like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. He's got connections to Randy Orton, though. He's, <laughs> he was messing one hell of a game. I'll tell you what. I got it on like a set in the background, and it's it's a good one. He re- he really he was telling me uh, just the other day that he really wanted to go to that game, uh, but unfortunately he he couldn't get tickets. Oh, it looks like CM Punk snuck him in. I can, like I said, I can see him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so they're sitting there smoking a big fat dube, punk style, you know. That's how he does, right? Yeah. He goes, he goes. Oh, I was gonna wear my Blackhawks jersey down there, but I heard that's not a good thing to wear in St. Louis. Like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Why are they known for being pretty violent? I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> But uh, apparently, he I know was, some hockey crowds can be pretty dangerous. He, he was advised. <laughs> he was advised not to wear his Blackhawks jersey in St. Louis. So <laughs> he didn't bring it with him. Oh well, you'd be there with your Blues jersey, though. I know you. I would. I would. Certainly would. I, I almost wore it. I was gonna. I forgot to wear it the other night when the Blues were playing the the Sabers. <laughs> like, let's go Blues. <laughs> me anytime I actually get to get to sit around and watch a game is I'm rooting for the other team. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird season, but it is what it is. Big picture. Embrace hope, the tank. Hope, you're, uh, you're, you're probably doing the same thing anytime you're watching the Oilers. Of course. Yeah. I got my wins. I'm content. I'm seated. Yeah. 
I hope you get one. I hope you know fans of anything. I hope and Mark, I know you don't follow sports, so I hope your dude wins at WrestleMania if, if it's any <laughs> consolation. It, it's just it is what it is. Like if you're it, that that's what I think Patriot fans going back to Super Bowl briefly here, not not in the long um, into the game, but just the winning aspect of it. Is that if you've been following that team for the last well, like 13, 14 years, you got your four fucking wins, man. It's like don't be a sore winner, right? You know, be happy that you know you can die content that your team is giving you not only one win but four. You're you're spoiled. That's that's the way I look at it with with the Oilers. It's like I got five wins, man. Like I, who am I to fucking complain, right? Like I can, but I shouldn't. Is what I'm getting at. I'm right, kind of right. a dick. <laughs> no, I, I get you. I understand that, and I'm I. You know, it's I. I can say the same with the 49ers, but at the same time, yeah. it's like it would be nice to see them win again. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like my Raiders. You know, I've got we got three, but the thing is, is I they've only been since I've been a fan. I've been a fan for like twenty five years, and I've only seen them go to one Super Bowl in my fandom. And you know, I'd, I'd like to see them win one while I as a as a fan. Oh, well, I, I hear you. I hear you. But. I, I've got on my desk, by the way. Aside from all the uh, San Francisco 49ers stuff, there is an Oakland Raiders helmet on my desk. <laughs> oh, you, like an actual Hulk or one of the mini? No, one of the, one of the little like uh, you know you get out of the gumball machine. Oh, okay, still awesome though. But I want, I want one of these days. I'm gonna, get one, <laughs> I want one of those ones I could actually wear. My wife, my wife came home from the store and she's like, oh, you know, I, I bought some stuff and then I went to, I got you this out of the vending machine. I didn't know if you already had it. Like, no, actually, I don't already have an Oakland Raiders helmet. <laughs> I, I it was one of the teams I don't have, so it's like cool. Well, you can go buy those now. They sell them in like. The whole like AFC NFC ones, you can go if you can go into stores and buy them. Yeah, I know. Just at this point, it's like I I need like five more teams. You know? <laughs> I think they're all from different divisions, so I gotta go buy the entire set to get them all. <laughs> Not the entire set, but you know. But but yeah, no, I I get exactly what G's saying. You know, like like, you know, as a Sabres fan, yes, I would I want one before I die. As the uh, t-shirts all read around here, but as a as a Yankees fan and a 49ers fan, I've got my wins. Chicago Bulls fan, Atlanta Braves. <laughs> I never never got my NBA win. I don't I even really have a team anymore because I was always a Barkley guy. Right. Shut up. I'll feed you later. <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 wait. So were you a Phoenix Barkley guy or were you a Philadelphia Barkley guy? Uh, so I started with or, Philly or a Houston Barkley guy. I, I started with Philly. Um, I I you know I, I like that team, especially the, the Minute Bowler. That guy was a freak. And I just followed the player. It's like I know most people are loyal to a team, but it was just the exception to the rule with basketball for me because I played it. Um, and I was pretty competitive. I wasn't the best player or anything like that, but you know I I made t- top leagues in Calgary and shit. Um, fucked up my ankle in grade 12 and that pretty much ended my uh, my run <laughs> if you will um, it sucked too because like for about two months there I finally was able to dunk like I built my vertical up by working out <laughs> and it's all gone ankle injury yay um, I, I kind of mirrored my game after the guy so that's why I followed the player you know like I was a power forward with a round bound stick out the ass throw the elbows get the boards that's how I played so um I don't know. I, I'm kind of more into NCAA, to be honest with you, and kind of like your cousin JT. I only really have one connection to any team, and I get I get a lot of booze for it because it's Duke. 
there was a girl who left Duke, they're bad work. And it's like, yeah, but you see, my, my cousin, well, my second cousin played for that team. Yeah. So, that's you why. know, it's my only connection. Like, right. Of course I'm rooting for that team. I did own a I did own a Barkley jersey when I was younger. Phoenix, well, it's funny because the thing is, is now that Syracuse and Duke are in the same division now, or they're in the ACC now, so it's like oh, okay, yeah, yeah, they they were last year. It was just like this is the second year in it, even though Syracuse is kind of like tanking their season now because they're they're taking this year off. So oh, okay, I, we get so a few games up here on TV, so I generally get my fix during March Madness, and I catch the occasional game when they they show it, but. You guys know this. The stereotype is true, man. Our our sports is like ninety percent hockey. It really is. So, kind of sucks. And then the most of the basketball we get are Raptors games because it's Toronto centric. <laughs> God damn, it's middle of the universe. <laughs> so and maybe maybe the the Bills will get their win finally when Toronto t- tries to steal them successfully. I hope that uh, doesn't happen though. For your, I I kind of hate that tendency that Toronto, Toronto, people from Toronto, I know a lot that are really cool people, but there's this attitude that they're like self-entitlement and the rest of Canada more or less hates them. So if you ever want to piss off a Torontonian, ask them if the army has been called in to clear an interest to of snow. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a little ammo for your hip pocket there, folks. Uh... I'll, I'll, I'll do one over for my friends of, from Toronto and anyone out there listening who hates me all of a sudden now. If you ever want to make fun of a Calgarian, call them a cowboy. <laughs> That's what you guys are known for is the rodeo, right? That's right. A cowboy for a day. Calgary Stampede. Yes. Just for a day, though. I knew cow- a couple cowboys for like legit ones when I was a kid because I lived on the other side of the city and they would come in on their long bus rides and stuff. And that's about the extent one of them punched me in the face once during a Christmas uh, carol ceremony. I remember yeah. that. Not my fault, though, because, like, you guys know my last name, of course, which is disclosed on Facebook as Hall. And whenever the people sang, Duck the Halls, you knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're, 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 wait, your real last name isn't Hall? What the hell? Oh, no, my, my last name is quite real. Oh, okay. I know your first name. I'm not going to. Uh, I was going to say that, that first name on Facebook isn't real, but we. we no, it's we, just we, we do know they wouldn't let me put a one word, one letter. So <laughs> right, right. Oh, I know. Oh, my, my kayfabe is dead now. Yeah, it's totally dead. <laughs> well, no yeah, told that was his real name. They didn't tell. They didn't tell Facebook that. <laughs> Guest four sixty five, whoever that may be in the chat, says, "Gee, oh, you cowboy." <laughs> I, I think. Gee, I guess. I guess, I think guest four sixty five has another name called with with Maven in it. Yeah. So I think she just I think it's just not um posting under that name today for some reason. She just didn't bother to change it today. Well, you know how it is when you're on the internet. It needs to know basis. You got friends you trust and that's cool. Well it's, it's funny you got all the trolls. And you uh, never you know, and you never know, man. Like you never know what information can be compromised. So you better yeah. better just cover your ass from day one. Right. That's why this current generation of kids with all their selfies and their Facebook posts are gonna have a lot of trouble in the work world pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Kickstand. <laughs> oh, know. your your real name is Bob Carvey. Busted. <laughs> Busted again. Third time this week, man. The first two involved bodies in the trunk of my car. <laughs> no, wait, Dixie Carter. 
Uh, every every day you're dumping a body, Hunji. That's right, man. <laughs> so are we gonna just talk, shoot the shit, or are we gonna actually talk? Is there gonna actually be any wrestling talk? Or did gonna, anything? Uh, did well, anything worth? Be, but I mean, did anything worth ha- anything worth talking about happen on wrestling television this week? That's well, that's not on television. I did a podcast. That's right. Even the podcast, right? TV. It's it's not it's supposed to be a podcast. Well, well we did have the big announcement. The big yeah. announcement, yes. Oh yeah, my room is still shaking. Yeah. <laughs> and I I know Mark wants to talk a bit around because he's like I don't watch football guys, I don't watch hockey guys, and JT and G. If you start talking about the I, talking about the Walking Dead, I'm gonna fucking rip your head off and drop Doctor Who references. I have one comment on the Super Bowl. Just one thing I took away from it. That was a fucking Megazord, and it was a bear. <laughs> I don't care what people say. That looked nothing like a tiger. It was a bearzord. It was fucking awesome. You know what? You know the funny thing about that. Before we, we, I have to, I have to do it. Someone posted a meme that said the only lion to ever appear in a Super Bowl, yeah. and my <laughs> uncle's a Lions fan, so I, I screenshot it and sent it to him. Uh, I, I tagged a buddy of mine who's a Lions fan too. It was just uh, he yeah. called it, and he called me an asshole. I'm like, well, you know. hey, hey, speaking of football, and speaking of next week, uh, here to uh, tell you how you can win tickets to WrestleMania. Will be Gary Barnage of the. Oh Cleveland no! I mean, Browns. I gotta wash my jersey now and wear it again. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, I was trying to get him this week, and then we kind of forgot to get a hold of each other yesterday. And uh, well, he can join us with our fast lane predictions too. Yeah, that's true. That that is true. The scavenger hunt, right? Yes, the scavenger hunt. He's going to tell you about I the scavenger hunt those. a little bit. Uh, tell you where you can get the information on that. Uh, you could go join Gary and uh, D'Angelo Williams of the Carolina Panthers at WrestleMania in San Francisco, and they're paying for airfare this year. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, so that's well, uh, well, I can do it. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> I don't know. I will find out next week, I guess. George is sexy. George is Yo, sexy. George is, is sexy in the. In the uh, I wonder if that is George. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not George. <laughs> All right. Well, do you guys okay. remember what happened on Iraq? Because I kind of do. I read. Uh, well, there was the announcement, which is now Daniel Bryan. Well, Daniel Bryan faced Seth Rollins, and the winner was going to go on to face Roman Reigns at Fastlane with the world title match at WrestleMania on the line. Which is why you can't have a freaking pay per view between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. <laughs> anyway. And uh, Daniel Bryan won with help from Roman Reigns. So it is Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at Fastlane. The winner goes to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar. Do you think they really will? No. No. Is there is there a subtle amount of doubt in your mind that says we Not might have a no. fucking triple threat? Of doubt. No. We Brian. made a plan for WrestleMania and we're going to stick to it. We stick to the plan, damn it. Yeah, that's def- that's definitely not George if he's saying he likes Lee Muller. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> there, there's so many negative ways it can go, which is kind of upsetting. Like, There's going to be an, an angry fan base regardless, because there are Roman Reigns fans. And obviously the Daniel Bryan fans, IWC very much so. But then you have the obvious criticism. It's like, well, 
this is this will be if if it was to be Brian, this would be the second year in a row that they've kind of changed it, and we saw it last year. So people are going to complain if that happens, especially if you won, because there will be people that will be like, we saw this last year. This is the same bullshit. And, this what, and I mean, they're right. It would be for that group of the audience, because there's another group of the audience who was saying the same thing about The Rock and Cena shit. Remember one time only deal, right? That's kind of a really fucked them. up situation they put themselves into, you know? Uh, and, 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 the funny and, thing is, though, they, they seem to subtly be turning both of them heel by making them both entitled pricks. <laughs> Is you have Brian demanding a title shot, and then you've got Rain saying, "Get out my ring and stuff it. Get well, out my locker it's, room." It's it's not that Brian is demanding <laughs> a title shot; it's that Brian is owed a title shot. Nah, he'd have got a title shot if he didn't come back in the Rumble or some other bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, Triple H did talk about it on the podcast that now you're not just booking for one segment of the audience like you were in the '90s with the Attitude Area, where you're where you're booking for you know 18 to 34 male demographic now you're booking for everybody because you know yes this guy over here really loves daniel bryan you know but that guy over there really loves roman reigns you know and that guy over there hates both of them you know so who do you book for how do you book it where everybody's where everybody's at least happy for part of the show and that and he and he had a point there i think you know i think it's it's very difficult to just kind of make a show and make it where you know okay this has to be entertaining for everybody not just the 18 to 34 year old male demo right over there you know but that that's why you that's why you have several top guys you have people at the top that everybody enjoys individually like if they're people who like Reigns and Brian and Ziggler and everything, then just put them all in a card. I think they're trying too hard to get one individual guy over, and the rest of the roster suffers for it. Well, it's like they're forgotten about. Right. <clears throat> I, 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 that's really in, in a nutshell too. Like one guy push has been the problem with the WWE for a couple of years. I mean, in the eighties, it was it wasn't Hogan. It was Hogan and Steamboat and Warrior and everyone. And it was Rock and Austin and Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Now it's just Cena and Cena and Cena's dick and Batista's dick on occasion. Well, at least Cena's dick is fighting the Russian dick. Now. <laughs> you know, having their little cock match there. Yeah. I, I'm I'm actually I'm cool with that that program. Um, I'm not really that interested in it per se other than the fact that it's refreshing to see him out of the main event for a second year and I would hope you know I mean I'm not a massive Rusev fan I don't mind the guy I, I would hope they do the right thing and, and bring him up because that would help solve what your your criticism is right yeah I really hope he wins at Fastlane he can lose at Mania I just want him to win the first time because Mania would also be a pretty decent place to lose a really big streak like his. That's and true. And Mania is all about losing streaks. Yes. <laughs> I'm still not over that. Rob Van oh. Dam is the next in line with the streak, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's 4 or 5 and 0. Oh. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, and, like... I mean, if he's not back by now, what are the odds he's going to have a match at WrestleMania? <laughs> you know, like, he's not going to come anywhere near the streak because he's half-retired anyway. 
No, they'll bring him back 20 more years. <laughs> Playing the same gimmick as well. Still seeing dude and acting like he's high in 2040. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm a Rob Van Dam fan, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, but that's like, that's the only damn thing I remember about Monday night was there was that match... And then there was the podcast. No, there, there, it's Curtis there was, Axel pointed at the that, That's right, side, Curtis Axel. Oh, that was the best. Yes, Curtis Axel came out, acknowledged that he won the Royal Rumble, and then <laughs> Dean Ambrose threw him over the top rope and said, you're eliminated, even though the match ended, like, you know, a week and a half earlier. <laughs> uh, that, that was another good thing as well, bringing it back to Cena, is that the secondary titles are getting a push. People are actually after them. Wait. It's not so much that Cena's after the title; it's that he he just wants to. He's sick of Rusev. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, the Ambrose did specifically say, "I want that title because I want my face on the wall." <laughs> That's true. That is true about the Intercontinental title. I'm also okay with that match as well. Yeah. Um, I don't see any problem with it. I hope they have some attention given to it. I, I mean, both those guys really have shown. You know, uh, quite a bit of promise over the years. Um, Ambrose lately has been given terrible story, but it's not his fault. Yeah, you know whose fault that is. If we ask, it's all Vince's fault because Triple H has no blame. <laughs> well, did you see the meme? It's like uh, you know, all, all the bad stuff is Vince. I just I, I write NXT. <laughs> I buried everything, including Vince. He really did. Well, not quite very Vince, but close enough. I'm scrolling through the rest of the results of Raw. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything else. There was nothing to talk about. Well, that last match was all right, but I mean, it was for the number one contenders match, so that actually had some meaning. But kind of knew it was Brian going over. Was Mister fired this week or last week? Oh, it was this week. He was fired. Now he's a personal assistant to the Miz. So to manage to get any nominations for Lie of the Year, uh, Mark, from the no, I, I last I stole last year's from Tofa because he did a summary, but there was no quick summary. So far, though, my Lie of the Year is that is what he said about China, because he said if you Google her, porn will come up. That's not true. Plus, he should have really advocated the network. And if you search China on the network and porn comes up, I'd be very worried. <laughs> <laughs> because the network is what you should be using to discover old stars like Buddy Rogers, who has literally one match on there. No, is it one match or zero matches? But <laughs> it's it's odd. But at the same time, it was nice to have them finally acknowledge that she's not in there because she did porn. He didn't even specifically say that. He's like, if an eight-year-old kid goes on Google, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure, I I understand that. I'll agree with that to a point. I don't know. My my wife is always like, well, when are they gonna put China in? Like, okay, no. <laughs> no, they they did they, they did do a nice little when you, they did the Monday Night Wars on the Divas. They did do a little they did do a little nice you know. Little small pack, nice package on her during the on the episode. So yeah, China has a really nice package. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they don't seem to mind mentioning her. It, it, she's kind of a lesser Benoit 
they'll mention her but not really promote her but it's not like she did anything really bad she just like happened to be... girl and go to jail hall of famer <laughs> maybe maybe uh, a little super fly super fly slicker kill his girlfriend case got reopened this year or, he's or, the only or, suspect or be or bite bite the ear off of uh, someone else he's in the ring with <laughs> yeah, not to mention Austin, the guy asking the question, is a prolific wife beater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's in there. <laughs> now, yeah, what are you yeah. talking about there, son? I don't beat no nobody that don't deserve it. I open up a can of whoop ass no matter where I go. <laughs> and that's the bottom line, because JT, Austin said so. Yeah. Ah, shut up. <laughs> Is that a China porn? No. <laughs> no, it's an ad for some car. <laughs> I was trying to get onto the. I was trying to pull up the uh, the break song for the week and pause it, and it's like, nope, you're pay- you're you're playing this ad. I'm trying to get that loaded ahead of time. That sucks. Right. Well, yeah, the, the general message of the interview seemed to be Vince is bad. I'm awesome. Suck my <laughs> massive That's dick. That's true. <laughs> My massive dick, which is has no testicles, from all the P tests I've passed. <laughs> there was oh, I remember now. The biggest lie of that interview was him saying, "There's nobody who's over with everyone." Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, Finn Balor. <laughs> I can name a few. Well, but that's the audience that watches NXT, which isn't the audience that watches Raw. An entire really, but I imagine if they bring some of those guys up and they handle them properly. If well, they I'm handle them so. properly, they're tra- you know what they're doing with Kalisto. <laughs> have, uh, have you heard about this? They're not oh, actually doing that with Kalisto. That that was apparently debunked okay. later in the week. <laughs> that, that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But it was amazing bullshit. <laughs> they're making a gay hairdresser. He's not going to be a gay hairdresser. So sorry, bud. <laughs> Even well. Sticking with the main roster, though, even Daniel Bryan was really over with everyone until Reigns came along. I'm just saying there are people who can get over with a large portion of the audience. Maybe not exactly everybody, but I don't want another ten years of let's go Reigns. Reigns sucks. Exactly, exactly. No, you, you don't. We don't need that again. We we've already got that. We don't need it again. We need somebody who, you know, is not. But I mean, but to the to the to the point, and I think Triple H made this point is nobody's quiet when the guy's in the arena. You know what I mean? Like like whether you love him or you hate him, you have a reaction to him. I just for, hate for that John eating grin he has. Yeah. and I never noticed it until people posted picture after picture after picture of it. But there are, yeah, it's just, and plus, most of the time as well, it really did just seem like close to propaganda with just how much he was saying, I'm awesome, NXT is amazing, look at this, I'd make Raw two hours, I'd do everything you wanted, worship me. (laughs) Well, I am the game. (laughs) I am that damn good. Whether you love it or hate it, you need Reigns. Well, not necessarily. There's no need. Well, you Again, need a... rain so crops won't grow. 
you know, it's not as much that the the guys in the WWE can't get over as they're not given a chance to. The company gives them bullshit and then blames them for not getting over. Like that that's what Ambrose's problem's been for the last few months. They've given him shit. The guy was wait, hella over and they fucked him up. Wait, someone someone's getting over? I guess you're feuding with me. <laughs> Yeah, well, they'll put they, them in a feud with me, they'll really get over. feud with you. <laughs> Back when they were at the Shield, you know. Uh, Ambrose hasn't even won in a pay-per-view since he was in the Shield. Did you know that? I did not know that. He has not won. So, right on my uh, squared circle Reddit right now is uh, information about that. <laughs> it's actually really highly voted, too. <laughs> it's one of the top stories. So That tells you, that tells you something about what people think. Yeah, but at the same time, there's Daily La Parker gift, which is actually the best part about that subreddit. <laughs> That's why I go back on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, you have to. If you want to get the stuff that breaks before it breaks anywhere else. <laughs> on anything, pretty much, not just wrestling. Like, really, really good ones. Really, really good ones. I, I go to the local one for Calgary all the time because there's always stuff I find out about that I never hear about otherwise. That I, I would like to know about. Just, you know, life shit. Yeah, pl plus, they found Triple H's Reddit account. It yeah, I saw that article. Where it's like, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And it was basically Triple H's life. Yeah, it's funny. And the, guy, the guy who actually wrote it was mentioned in the comments later that, uh, you know, I don't even watch wrestling, but today I are and I am Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. He fucked the, the boss's daughter, entrenched himself into the company. <laughs> the <laughs> yep. He's just biding his time for two more years before he <laughs> takes over the company. Oh, it's a pretty good read. Did you guys uh, notice how composed Triple H was? That it was pretty obvious the audience he was speaking to wasn't the general wrestling audience, but us. Well, you you got that straight away because well, at the end of Raw, he said he was going to address something in kayfabe, and then the first question is, "Well, kayfabe's dead, ain't it?" <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. It's like I'll address what just happened in the podcast. Kayfabe's dead. <laughs> well, because he was the whole that whole interview was aimed directly at the internet fans, and he knows that he's not stupid. Like I, I'll, I give credit where credit is due. As much as I thought he was lying through his teeth and a bunch of shit. He was working or trying to work us, and that—that's that, why I kind of left a, a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. It's like you know, it's really hard to take you seriously here at Triple H because I know how smug you are, and you're yeah. the guy who can't help but resist but get a cheap shot in and bury people on your own show. And you're trying to fuck with us right now, and I kind of can see through you, buddy. That, as I said, that was my biggest problem as well. Was just him pretty much jacking it off under the desk. Mm -hmm. praising himself there is one thing you said though that I really it hit me home or hit home deep made me th really think and care about wrestling again and that was bananas <laughs> I'm sure you saw that and you will if you go to boardwrestlingfan.com after the podcast and check out the animated Jeff <laughs> it is awkward Oh man, you guys are going to be disturbed. It's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about uh, let's talk about good wrestling shows, Jaron? Because if you like wrestling and you're sick of the WWE, like me, 
I'm almost at the point I'm going to JT the fucking thing. Uh, let's talk about uh, this renegade promotion NXT. That everything I do is gold. Because <laughs> you can't teach that. Wait a minute. Oh, Wait a minute. I was so sad when Carmella came back out. <laughs> I know. Wait a minute. NXT's getting over. Time for me to bury it. <laughs> But he's not burying it, he's just taking credit for it. You know, like, don't be able to resist burying himself. (laughs) Well, it was a significant episode, though. I mean, because we have this this event next week, Wednesday, right? Yes, Wednesday, NXT. The the stream preview, or whatever it's called. NXT TakeOver Rival. Not a rival, just rival. (laughs) That's this this coming Wednesday. You get the uh, four-way for the Women's Championship, right? You got... uh, uh, what a Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey all challenging for Charlotte's women's title. And there's the uh, number one contenders match. It's Finn Balor against Adrian Neville. Like, I can't wait for this. this. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. And, of course, you got the NXT championship match. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. It's going to be great. I think I might be looking to that match even more so. Just because of the experience they have together, but yeah, it's, it looks like a really good. Uh, I I I mean I don't see any problems. You know they got rid of the guys that wouldn't want to watch. Thank God. Oh no, they are wrestling. Fuck, Corbin and the Fatty. Damn it, they'd have that match. They announced it on NXT. Yeah. Okay, so there is a piss break match. It'll be really short, so you got to squirt hard, boys. <laughs> yeah, but you can just take your tablet to the bathroom now. Yeah, you don't need to take a piss break anymore. You just take the tablet with you. I'll just go on the floor. <laughs> it's still flooded after all, you know. Well, I won't give you a scoop of gear. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> the 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 show itself this week, I felt, was, eh, it was okay. I mean, it was kind of there more, I think, to, to boost up the event. But I know, um, you know, Mark, Mark's favorite diva... Russell, blue pants. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, Emma lost. <laughs> she <laughs> lost to Carmella. <laughs> she lost to Carmella, who lost to blue pants. So essentially, uh, you know, Emma lost to blue pants. <laughs> well, it does work like that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen with this realist guys in a love triangle, but. Uh, oh. Got to get rid of that chick, man. Yeah, I, I, that, I did miss. Just... I missed the second match, which was uh, it was Neville against Baron Corbin. I missed that. I don't know how much I missed. I'm sure it wasn't much. That's yeah. actually what I kind of scrolled through it. I, I just Corbin, fuck Corbin Brunson and his <laughs> '80s comeback. Yeah, but he has a stomach that looks like a face. I watched like the last minute when when Neville finished him off and, and smiled. I I think I literally blinked and missed the interference. <laughs> I had no I, idea Bo Demp interfered until Riley wouldn't shut up about it. That's what he does. <laughs> That's what he does. But the uh, the main event was great. Yeah. Finn Balor and Hidam- uh, Hideo Itami. Unbelievable, mm-hmm. and and don't think that's going to be the last you see of those two wrestling each other. I hope not. They uh, 
they really they like they truly have I think found a niche with some of these guys with pacing and the high spots. Like it really is better than you know I would ex- have expected it to be when they opened this performance center two years ago. Like I'm <sighs> just Vince McMahon. If you gotta die, dude. <laughs> You really do, because like every week for the last few months, I just I don't really look forward to much of of the main product. Like, thank God for that fast forward button. Right? It's really the truth. I, and I, the, I read the SmackDown spoilers this week, and I'm like, yeah, I can miss that. And it's the go home show. No, 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 no. Next week would be the go home show. Oh, but, don't worry, that'll still be terrible. I'm sure it'll still be terrible, but it's like, wait, okay, uh, so basically this is all of Raw before Daniel Bryan got hurt on SmackDown this week. Is Daniel Bryan's going to get beat up by the authority? It's yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not fucking watching that again. I, I've seen that show. Yeah, I had the audacity to say the best part about Bryan making Reigns look strong is that he has to look strong going in. I was very wrong. Yeah. I apologize for my baseless opinions. <laughs> Don't apologize. That's <laughs> uh, oh well. You know, you got to find things to look forward in your week that you enjoy. Um, got one. Yeah, I do enjoy Lucha Underground in the next day. Uh, I thought Lucha Underground was alright this week. Again, not the best episode of all time, but there's there's some good. All the matches were pretty good, and they're kind of establishing some of their characters a little more, which. Again, being such a new promotion is essential. Got this Angelico guy. I, I don't recall seeing him in a singles match yet. He, he's pretty good. He's from uh, uh, both Booker T and Ultimo Dragon's training background. So, no, yeah, I thought he was from a restaurant across the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's his gimmick. I was saying, is that the gimmick? <laughs> well, it's Mortal Kombat, dude. Yeah. We went over this last week. <laughs> I like um, Pentagon Jr. fucking fucked up the famous B dude. I was uh, his char- his character is just being established as a more or less a shoot fighter. I like Pentagon Jr. He's cool. Yeah, I really love that vignette and his promo where he just kicks the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Says his style is a, it's it's basically M M L A. I think mixed martial arts and luchadors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because that's what he says he does he he makes his martial arts with luchador wrestling which is perfectly fine it's actually a very exciting move set to have uh-huh. and it took me a while to realize the crowd was chanting no fear at him <laughs> well zero fear that's what he shouts and of course we had this new guy cage beating the shit up Johnny Mundo that's a good match too that was. <clears throat> I yeah. thought it was great. But the most important thing, you already knew what happened at the end, <laughs> did you not? You got Alberto. Was... El Patron comes in at the end. And the um, way he said it as well, he says, My name is Alberto. El Patron. <laughs> he waited a few seconds. That's right. The father, buddy, coming in to fuck shit up. I look forward this. That's a show I look forward to every week. That's a show that I will not skip. I will not fast forward through. I really need to get myself caught back up. <laughs> I'm so far behind. 
yeah, just don't bother watching Raw or SmackDown this week. Save yourself the time. Yeah, I just might. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of what I've been trying to imply here. It's like, if, if you're getting fed up with the WWE, you know, try to still watch NXT, of course. It is a WWE product after all, but nonetheless. You have all fucking alternatives out there, man. You don't have to punish yourself. True. That's my job. it's just one of those things like I I, I'm not sure if I'll be still watching WWE much after uh, Mania I think that's kind of my mark point I'm going to look at it or my GT point if you will and I'm going to look at it and look at the time I'm investing even with the fast forward but I'm going to have to assess if I really want to spend the time watching 3 hours of Raw and 2 hours of Smackdown even with the fast forward and recording I wish Triple H could get his way and get back to two hours. <laughs> because three hours, as we say very often on this program, is way too damn long for that show. But I digress. What do you guys say? We get into a break song? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you guess so. It was your pick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you got, got first? Okay, well... This is a song. Uh, too bad George isn't here because I know he'd like this song too. But um, this is a song I've wanted to play for a while now. This album. Um, if I did a best of 2014, this would be my album of the year. So like, I really think you guys, when you listen to the song, you should go out and buy this album. I highly recommend it. It's a great album. Um, it's by the and and it has some ties to wrestling too. So um, it's by a band. It's it, and it's and it's a remake. It's not a it's not a cover song. It's a remake. Um, the band is called Body Count. I don't know if you guys know who Body Count is, who the lead singer of Body Count is, but it's a one Ice T. Yep, who appeared in WrestleMania 16, aka WrestleMania 2000. Pimping ain't, pimping ain't easy, man. <laughs> yes, he escorted and rapped his the Godfather and D'Lo Brown's theme song. And this this week's break song is the two, an updated version of Suicidal Tendencies, Institutionalized. Nice. And I will, oh, another thing too, I, I know I we have our usual people here, but if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is very not safe for work, so either put headphones on, skip the next four four minutes, there's a lot, you don't want, you don't want, you don't, if you're in a public area, you don't want this blasting out, because you're going to, this is get, this does get pretty offensive. So, here we go, mm-hmm. without further ado, Institutionalized 2014. Yeah, I came home from work the other day I was tired I just wanted to sit back in my big chair And play a little Xbox You know, relax a little Then my wife comes in She starts telling me I play too much Xbox I said, what the fuck do you mean? This is just how I relax Can I just play a little Xbox? Then she says I saw an Oprah today That guys that play video games Don't love their wives I'm like, motherfucking bitch, fuck Oprah. I don't give a fuck. I just want to play my video game. I don't give a fuck about Oprah. Oprah ain't got no man. You better worry about your motherfucking self. I just want to kill some motherfuckers on Xbox. She said, you seem like you have an anger problem. Maybe you need some help. I'm like, bitch, call the police now. Gonna be institutionalized. You come out, brainwash, bloodshot eyes. You want to have anything to say, they'll brainwash you, TC, they wait. I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. 
So then it says go to customer service. So I get on customer service, I start talking to this dude. This motherfucker sound like he's from India or some shit. He says to me, what's your first dog's name? I don't know what my fucking first dog's name was. What would you, I just want my password. Give me my fucking password. So then he ends up giving me my password and he says, your password has been sent to your email address. I'm like, I can't get in my email address. What about can't get in my email address? Do you not understand, motherfucker? He says, oh my God, it seems like you have an anger problem. You should have that checked out. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. They put me in the institution. Said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. The other day I'm just sitting alone On lunch break at my job Trying to eat a ham sandwich Got little potato chips in the side Little Kool-Aid This motherfucker walks up to me And says, are you gonna eat that? Like, yeah, I'm gonna eat that What the fuck you think I'm gonna do? Shove it up your ass? Do you understand that that pork could kill you? Look, motherfucker Pork is not gonna kill me Unless they figure a way to shoot it out of a fucking gun But I might kill you That was great. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was pretty fucking fun. Dude, like I say, you got it. The one thing, like I say, that's why you have to buy this record. This is one of the best records I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> the whole, from top to bottom, it's just, like I say, I've been waiting for to play this song. And the, if you watch the video, I just found out that that video existed this morning. If you want, those of you who want, you got to watch the video if you, that are listening. You have watched the video. Like, the, I love the part when he's with the vegans giving him shit the vegans is a, is a fat guy in a t-shirt <laughs> going yeah i'm a vegan it's like dude you're fucking twice fucking iced tea sized and you're giving him shit about it <laughs> oh man i yeah, love the no. original version of that song so i mean is it, is... is it filmed like in reference to the original suicidal tendency song or um Yes and no. It's basically it's basically all, all three verses. It's basically like the first verse is he he goes he sits in his living room he's playing Xbox and his wife's you know arguing with them and then the second verse it's um, him at his computer you know and then it's the third third verse is he's sitting on the set and you know some guy trying to eat lunch and some guy just comes up you know wearing a meat is murder shirt and giving him shit so. Yeah, I, I remember being quite influenced by the uh, the original when I was a kid. Uh, Fucking cool song. Uh huh. <laughs> I love that. I love the. I love the original. That one was just great. 
Yeah, like I said, that that like I said, I highly recommend going about the the album. The full album's name is Mad Manslaughter, but um, <laughs> it's he Ice T is definitely someone who doesn't give a shit what he says on a record, and that's basically the whole record. He's like yeah, he 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 not only does he redo that, he he redoes um Jay Z's ninety nine problems, and it's like it it's a lot better than Jay Z's version. I'll just say that much. Um, but yeah, there's that that just. Just like I said, go out, download it from wherever you download it. Um, I recommend going out and buying the physical album because that's what I do, and because I have the physical copy, it's just you, you won't be disappointed. I, I love it. Like I said, I love that album. It won't get a Grammy award, and I, I know that much because you know how much they love music like this. But, oh yeah, um, they they actually, love Ice T. And uh, well, actually, they the they have another song on the album called Pop. Um, pop bubble which has jamie jasta from hate breed and he said you're you're stuck in a fantasy you're living in a, a bubble full of bullshit so it was a little too short for a break song but you know but like i say there's i i love that record and it was just great for me to finally get to play it on air because i've been waiting for like two months to play it so it was that was an excellent choice yes like that's why I wish George was here to hear it because I know he'd love it. <laughs> he he would. Uh, all right, what are we doing now, folks? Uh, CHL hockey. CHL <laughs> hockey. <laughs> just, I'm just flipping the channel to uh, another what's, game. What's, what's, gotta have some visual wallpaper. What's the Iron Sheik got to say this week? Okay, I'm gonna do it in two parts because I got Super Bowl tweets. I'm gonna do Super Bowl tweets first, and then gonna go to the actual the rest of the cheat tweets. Fuck the coin toss. Somebody get me my cold fucking beer. Or fucking cold beer, sorry. MC Hammer played great for the Seattle so far, Bubba. I wish the Bill Belichick do acid before the game. Hi Hightower excellent in the police academy. If the Rob Thomas don't come out with the turkey tits, I put my TV in the camel clutch, break its fucking neck. Gronk smoked the cush. Excellent game so far. And fuck the Mel Gibson. No fucking camel. Fuck the sharks. I break the. I break their fucking backs. I miss Patrick Swayze. A hundred thousand percent. The Phil Collins jealous he no play the halftime show. The Katy Perry show the respect to my brother the Bam Bam Bigelow. Robert Kraft. Who the fuck do you want to touch your fucking balls, Bubba? And now the actual tweets. The Bruce Jenner, the man or the woman. I hope he, she be okay, Bubba. <laughs> Hashtag make a film uncomfortable. Fuck that piece of shit movie. I break everybody fucking neck in the notebook. <laughs> Hashtag ruin an 80s song. Wake me up. You go, fu you go, go fuck yourself. Retweet if you have a friend who is big time jabroni. Party legend, party and go fuck yourself. Warren Sapp, you fat fuck. You are worse than the Virgil. I break your fucking cheeseburger tits, jabroni. Go fuck yourself. The Rusev camel clutch never be the Iron Sheik camel clutch. And finally, Iron Sheik, the legend of the earth. <laughs> Good night. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Shout outs to angrymarks.com, dailywrestlingnews.com, cheapheat.com. And uh, our boys at Booker T's, Alice at RWR, you know, the usual. Bam Bam Bigelow was... Maven fan, Maven fan at Maven fan 
Sure. Um, why not? <laughs> at Sexy George, um, the J- the JT Hogan. Um, shout outs to the Coaster, Random Zero, um, the Rough House podcast. Um, <laughs> anybody else? Shout outs to everybody. <laughs> my cat. Shout outs to Mark's cat. Just <laughs> to, to all my cats, Prince. Prince, uh, the cat Tyra, known as Prince. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Oh boy. <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow was trending throughout the Super Bowl, Super Bong, as it says here, as a result of Katy Perry's look attire. Uh, the Iron Sheik was a fan of Katy Perry Sunday night. The Katy Perry show the respect of my brother, the Bam Bam Bigelow tonight. Hashtag Super Bowl. Most of the rest of his tweets were not safe for work. Not that they usually are. Well, and, uh, here, here's what I can say about the Katy Perry halftime special. I can fucking fake play a car- guitar better than Lenny Kravitz. Ha! Like, seriously, he wasn't even strumming the strings. Come on, dude. Dude, I, was, I, I didn't, wasn't even paying attention to how he was playing the ca- uh, guitar. I was just looking to see if it was plugged in. No, I knew it wasn't plugged in. I knew he was Saint Lipsing, but seriously, dude, pre- at least pretend to make it look like you're strumming I, I, strings. I was, I was trying to see if it actually, if they actually like tried to pretend they plugged it in this year, unlike Flea last year. <laughs> oh no, they didn't plug in. You can tell he it wasn't plugged yeah. in. He just, and he wasn't like I say, and you could tell he wasn't even strumming. Well, I knew strings. he wasn't. Pl- I knew he wasn't playing live. Like that was damn sure. WWE was happy to point out that WrestleMania 26 in Phoenix drew 72,219. Well, last night's Super Bowl drew 70,288. Of course, they don't bother to point out that their number is probably kayfabe or the fact that, you know, they can put seats on the field. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I was going to say that. You know, they they don't have, you know, the NFL doesn't put fans in the middle of the freaking football field during the game like WrestleMania does. if they did. (laughs) Uh, th- this comes from Stevie J at Angry Marks. Joel McHale and Stephanie McMahon traded Twitter barbs during the Super Bowl. One question, though. Who the hell is Joel McHale? We know who Joel McHale is. He's the host of, of The Soup on the uh, on the uh, E! Network. Never watched it once. Uh, Wouldn't that, did that used to be t- called, like, Talk Soup or some shit like yes. that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, and he used to also be the host of Singled Out on MTV. I don't get MTV. So wait, wait, wait. Was that after Chris Hardwick left? Oh no, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. I got the wrong guy. You're right. Because <laughs> I, I don't Chris Hardwick. Was you're right. I, I got the wrong guy. No, because because they tried to do like a web soup uh-huh. with with Chris Hardwick, which was like a knockoff of Tosh Point oh. So that's that's where I got confused. Uh, he tweeted, "You're dressed in all black, like a funeral," and. Stephanie says uh, he was which was a response to it's called a sports brawl Joel why the obsession with my wardrobe and she tweeted oh victory tastes so good thanks for the twitter war at Joel McHale don't worry I won't gloat much (laughs) and a picture of her with him in Seahawks gear anyway (laughs) Uh, the following is from Chris Cooley he fucked up the notes so G corrected them something about pants who the hell is Joel McHale? Seriously, have you not seen Community? I mean, it's better than Monday Night Bore or Raw as shit or whatever the fuck they call it these days. Also, <laughs> you like Total Divas on E? We'll keep it on E. Watch a little program called The Soup. It's the only reason to watch the damn network. And remember, six seasons and a movie 
and maybe a Bethesda video game, Pants, by the way, have got nothing better to do, Steph, than attempt to control a comedian on Twitter. I mean, don't you and your husband have some sort of business to run? You know, that business, the WWE, where nobody watches your network except that show you have on E, you know, the same channel where Joe McHale <laughs> just so happens to host a show, six seasons, and a movie. Oh, that guy looks familiar. Oh, this is G. I'm still yeah, I watched a couple episodes of Community. He makes soup, I guess. It must be a kiwi thing. <laughs> Uh, I, one thing I didn't understand what Cooley was talked about in here is also you like Total Divas on E. Chris Cooley, are you on E? <laughs> Do you even <laughs> listen to this podcast anymore? What the fuck is wrong with you, buddy? <laughs> oh, I think he was go, a little go, go have sex with a kangaroo or whatever you guys do down there. <laughs> he, I think he was confused because it was it was Stevie J who didn't know <laughs> who Joel McHale was. Yeah, that's what made it funnier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you know, shots fired. Shots fired, Cooley. You lost last night to the fucking Sabres. That's how bad your team is. Uh, <laughs> where's Brett Hall's skate when you need it? I know, eh? Another, there was another Super Bowl asterisk for you. Yeah. Sneaking its way into the NHL. Yeah. WWE Fastlane will have to go head-to-head with UFC Fight Night 61, Bigfoot versus Mir, as well as the 87th Annual Academy Awards. And the motherfucking Walking Dead. I'd trip you, dot com. I would. <laughs> no wonder that shit is free. Bowl.com. <laughs> for all your funny needs. Allegedly, the free month of WWE Network in February is available for those fans who canceled their WWE Network subscriptions previously, even people who signed up just to get the free month of WWE Network in November. But, Angry Marks says... Uh, Angry Marks' own Killer Kev has had no luck in getting WWE to honor that, even though he canceled last month. I actually tweeted them. I said, so wait, like, if I cancel, do I get this month free? And they're like, well, when did you sign up? Like, last February? <laughs> and they never responded. Yeah, just tiptoe quietly away from the Twitter machine. By the way, New Japan World is offering a free month of their service, too. And it's cheaper than WWE Network at $9.99 yen, about $8.40, njpwworld.com. Smart. Smart move on their part. Got to give them credit. <laughs> uh, oh, it is. It is, really. Because, I mean, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the same fans that probably found out about New Japan or, you know, watched that January show, which was awesome. Right. Well, they're uh, piggyback on on that popularity while they can a little bit. That's smart. Yeah, certainly. Good on them. Certainly. And it's, you know, same deal. You got to do the credit card deal and uh, you got to remember to cancel if you don't want to stick with the service. So just to give people out there a heads up, uh, you have to go down to the bottom of the page and there's an English translate and you'll need that unless you speak Japanese. Right. If you speak Japanese, have no problem. And the translation is kind of funny. <laughs> It, it, it isn't. It isn't quite as kazuko as we want it to be, <laughs> but it's. Uh, it's got some moments, and it'll make you laugh. Even if you don't sign up, it's worth just looking at it for that. JBL apparently made an Eddie Guerrero comment that I missed because I don't pay any fucking attention anymore. That's like the only thing I caught. I had. I literally had to rewind from the, all the commentary. I was just. <laughs> did I just hear what I fucking think I heard? And I. I put a. 
uh, a little comment in the, the notes like immediately at the bottom so I wouldn't forget. Yeah. Well, JBL explains his Eddie Guerrero comment. He says, The spot with Luke Harper, I saw some Twitter comments over. I had just mentioned Walking Dead show, and Luke does the Eddie spot over the top rope. Uh, my comment, since I had mentioned Rick Grimes before, uh, Rick Grimes before towards Luke, uh, was it looks like zombie Eddie Guerrero. That was a Walking Dead reference toward Luke, who I have said before looks like a walker. I would never insult my friend Eddie for those who took it wrong. Sorry about that, but it is what it is. I did what? catch. I did catch him say something about zombie Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Still, there are things you just don't say. I was just yeah, not paying that much attention nor caring that much by that point. Like, oh, fucking Luke Harper. Fast forward. <laughs> Roman Reigns lost to Big Show by pinfall on Monday. It was his first time being pinned in WWE in over three years. Uh, the last person to pin him was Leo Kruger in FCW. Now Adam Rose. Let's bring that up, feud. Leo Kruger. <laughs> Kruger. I miss Kruger. He's really but, gotten out of shape. There, there is a before and after type of image. At some point, I saw on, on the internet today where they showed him back in his Kruger days, and now, and he's totally not going to this gym. It looks like anymore. And if, uh, he I, spends all his time partying and eating well, cheeseburgers. Yeah. I, 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 you know, never mind the fact that the Adam Rose theme is my ringtone. I miss Leo Kruger. Uh, I know you do, but. I, I think he's unfortunately not coming back, which is a shame. Because yeah. at this point, he's, they've just they've murdered that character on, on the show so much. My phone, by the way, continuously tells me that I missed a call two days ago. <laughs> like I know I fucking missed the call. Stop telling me, assholes. <laughs> the I ignored it's coming from inside the phone. I guess. <laughs> but then who was phone? Oh, it's. It, I was in the car with George. And I got one call, and they're like, oh, we're, we're calling to help you uh, subsidize your business or some stupid shit like that. I'm like, I don't even own a fucking business, you twit. Hung up. <laughs> they're like, but aren't you? Click. <laughs> and then five se- like I blocked that number they called me, and five seconds later, this other number calls me and hangs up before I get a chance to answer. And ever since then, like every once in a while, I'll look at my phone, and it's like, missed call from this number. Like, yeah, that was like two days ago. Yeah, that's awesome. Your phone is totally trolling you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, just throw it in the pool. Or is that the same one? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> I remember when you tried to drown me. Put it in a pizza box. The cat will get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, I'm fighting trolling this guy right now. We were talking about uh, No Mercy for Nintendo 64, George and I. And uh, it was like, oh, you know, for WrestleMania, we should break that out. Like, yeah, well, the problem is I have one controller. He's like, he's like, well, I'm pretty sure Dominic's got a controller. And Dominic is his buddy that was over for WrestleMania who got his controller pissed on by my cat. (laughs) (laughs) His PlayStation controller. So it's like, uh, are you sure he'd be okay with bringing a controller back over here? (laughs) Uh, China uh, posted this on the w- about the WWE Hall of Fame. So let me ask you a question. If you don't think I deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because I did porn, then why is Mike Tyson there, who is a convicted felon? And it's not a knock against Mr. Tyson, but it appears to me like a double standard. 
China has done a new interview with Vince Russo's Pyro and Ballyhoo to respond to the conversation between Steve Austin and Triple H about whether she should, whether or not she should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. The conversation lasted about two hours. Triple H could have prevented this. He could have taken the high road. He chose not to. Whatever follows, they have simply brought upon themselves. God said to put others before ourselves, and I truly believe that. Oh, and China says she's getting married. Yeah. That's uh, apparently... I don't know what what the details are. I'm assuming what I've been reading is probably not true, that it's some ch- Japanese guy who doesn't really speak English and wants to put her in a geisha uh, dress and shit. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> well, Who knows? Maybe that's true. She's a legit English teacher in Japan now. Or so the legend goes. Well, she, you know, she... she like wrestling, you know, start off in the Indies, work your way up on dra- browsers and whatnot and Vivid. <laughs> you take it to the next level and you get the tentacle rape porn. Oh, God. Go to Japan. (laughs) I'm I'm mean, but that's okay. That's what I do. I don't think any... I don't think Triple H could have taken any higher road, though. He said, yeah, we'd like to have her in there, but she did this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Triple H... Wrestlers have never had sex tapes, ever. Nope. Yeah, brother I made sure that my, my my sex tape brother came out dude well I was after inducted the Hall of Fame not once but twice brother <laughs> Nick's calling <laughs> well he's next for his time in the NWO when he was in the NWO if he got that one remember that one episode we were in the hotel room and he was sitting in there when he was a kid brother yeah, Nick was on an episode of Nitro. Like, Dad, why don't you wear these colors anymore? <laughs> yeah, and then he was he in came... a hotel room with a bunch of NWO guys. <laughs> I thought it was X-Pac. <laughs> no, it's just Damien Mistow. <laughs> Good point. Time traveling. <laughs> well, so, you know, the funny thing is, too, it's like, uh, here's another thing. It's like, you know, they want to say, oh, not porn, but isn't Playboy considered soft porn? Because, you know... How many of their div- divas? How many times? How many times did they promote Playboy? How many years did they promote Playboy with the divas in it? Practically every diva of the Attitude Era has been in Playboy. But look at the Hall of Famer. Look at the divas who are Hall of Famers: Mula, May Young, Trish Stratus, Lita. None of them. Yeah. None of them. But May Young did get her tits out on pay per view. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for the awful, awful, awful reminder. Just, I'm just sitting here waving my hand. <laughs> Triple H also said to search for Buddy Rogers on the WWE Network, but good luck trying to find a match. As Mark pointed out, the only intri- entry he has on the network is an interview on Tuesday Night Titans from October 2nd. <laughs> Yeah, Triple H is funny. He's a funny dude. Well, hopefully they have some footage of him they can put there eventually. Yeah. WWE will announce the third member of the WWE 2015 Hall of Fame on Monday. I'm not... Brother, William, tell you something, brother. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but she's got a new album coming out, dude, brother. (laughs) (laughs) 
And they're getting Linda and, uh, and Doctor. Oh shit! I gave up too much information, brother. <laughs> Brooke Hogan's gonna get inducted into the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame because of the angles she had with Bully Raid and TNA. <laughs> no, because of her music prowess, brother. <laughs> Uh, Yahoo Finance thinks the WWE is doomed. Doomed. Uh (laughs) Great, now my house is on fire. (laughs) You said it, not me. Yeah. (laughs) My fault. (laughs) My my fault. (laughs) Despite bad rumors to the contrary, WWE officials say Kalisto will not be changing his gimmick when he's called to the main roster. Yeah, and I was there. It was a joke thread on Squared Circle that apparently a lot of people fell for. The rumor said he was going to be take they were going to take his mask off and make him a gay hairstylist, and that he blew officials away, <laughs> and that was really the kicker. Where people said this is bullshit, but it got better because they came up with more as well, including Finn Sailor, which is just Finn Balor in a sailor outfit, <laughs> <laughs> and Sasha Tanks. Which is Sasha Banks as a tank driver. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <sighs> but yeah, it's not happening. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, well, more details on how or why Justin Gabriel left uh, have emerged. Apparently, this dated all the way back to the Raw before the Royal Rumble. when uh, Because that was so long ago. Gabriel was asked what, he, what the plans... Or Gabriel... Asked what the plans were for him that night. He was told there were none. He left, went sightseeing, came back a few hours later, uh, got the same answer again, got fed up, said, I'm done, left the building to book a flight home. Talent relations head Mark Carano called him uh, while he was waiting for a connecting flight and told him he was booked for a segment on Raw. Gabriel said, nope, too late. I already quit. Thanks for the memories. I'm out of here. Even though WWE officials weren't happy with the way he left, they went ahead and granted him his unconditional release. Yeah, bitch, and they will put you back in the show. That is something a lot of people coming out have said. Have said, uh, tell Vince you want to quit, and he'll make you not. Yeah. Quit and leave. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the sightseeing was skydiving, so he, he left, skydived, came back, and then left again. <laughs> I was on uh, I was on Facebook yesterday, and I I am I'm friends with Diamond Dallas Page on Facebook, and I did see uh, his long long post that he posted about his uh, trip to the IR, uh, and uh, or not IR but <laughs> you know, uh, ICU. Uh, he's in the hospital. He's sub uh, suffering from sub uh, sub. Subglotic stenosis, which may require surgery. Apparently, he's having uh, a lot of difficult breathe, a lot of difficulty breathing. We do wish uh, DDP a speedy recovery, as well as Black Bart, who uh, had successful uh, quadruple bypass surgery. Another former guest and uh, Facebook friend. <laughs> I had an update uh, about uh, five minutes ago. It's really long. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Like, really long. I'm trying to scroll through. It's a lot of cap locks. <laughs> I read the um, first one, man. I know. Basic- Sorry? I read the first one, man. I know how he writes. <laughs> oh, he he's appreciative of the love and support. That cuts at about 50,000 words. Um, trying to see if there's actual medical update here. A lot of sidetracking and motivational speech stuff. 
and you can grow your own character. You really can it. Do it every day. Yada yada. Good lord. PDP yoga plug. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen. Oh no, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a DDP yoga yoga um, shirt in the picture. Talking about the government. <laughs> so the catch is, it isn't George's fault. It was his uncle Billy's. Some more, some more Maven fans. I mean, a um, Maven fan um, posted on the chat. It's Joe friends with DDP. LOL. Joe, DDP hates Joe. <laughs> DDP uh, I love DDP, but this sounds like a very long and convoluted post. Oh, it is. I, I clicked on it. I'm like, I oh, but the, the the first one was just okay. You know, I'm reading this part, and then the next thing, he's off on a tangent about something else, and then he's like, well, I'm writing this blog post because of this other thing, and now this thing, and then everything else, and then I went back to the doctor, and the doctor said this. Like, <laughs> okay, dude, like, get to the fucking point. Like, I love you, man, but jeez. Okay, here we go. After God knows how long, um, it's going back to see Doctor Carruthers on Wednesday, and most likely we'll have the operation on Thursday or Friday to get these nodules removed and whatever else has to get done once he gets in there. Again, I want to thank you all for being amazing. DDP. Basically, uh, he had overworked himself doing a DDP yoga workshop. <laughs> it was it was was the basic point of the first one and then he goes on and explains like you know how he came about getting to the doctor he's at now <laughs> because he went through like three of them before he got to this guy looks like he made it his own a little too much I guess oh this is good eight Bang! minutes ago eight minutes ago uh, Hulk Hogan tweeted out hey Ron comma <laughs> that's it <laughs> I retweeted it. Gotta give that a retweet. Oh, shit. And then uh, 10 minutes ago, he tweeted out HH. <laughs> I gotta retweet that too. That's cool. Oh, Hulk Hogan's forgetting how to use his Twitter machine. <laughs> what are you talking about, brother? I haven't tweeted in like two months, brother. There, there was a hilarious Twitter story over here a few years ago where a politician tweeted his own name because he meant to search for it to see what people were saying about him. Jesus. Yeah, that happens sometimes, especially when Grandpa gets on Facebook and thinks the status <laughs> update is the Google search. Uh, but, hey, Ron! Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up. This is awesome. Oh, boy, yeah, I'm looking at it now. At Hulk Hogan, can you still hit this insecurity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he can. Well, of course I can, brother. <laughs> you know, brother, I invented the insecurity. That's why my hips are so bad, brother. Uh, Rob Van Dam is filming a shark movie in Florida. Let the word be known. Rob Van Dam has jumped the shark. <laughs> I sincerely hope it's Sharknado 3. Uh, that's the first thing that popped into my freaking head was well, it's going to be Sharknado. in the first one or something? Number two. Uh they played a cop <laughs> he had to arrest himself the five star frog splash to a shark that would be fantastic that would be very sharknado of him but because it's you know a storm I would expect it would be rolling thunder <laughs> <laughs> 
a new... And then, do you need to have Brock Lesnar repl- reprising his spot of F5 in the shot? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a new Valentine's Day-themed special, WWE Crazy Stupid Love Show, will follow Raw at 11.06 p.m. Eastern. Or 11, you mean more like 11.17? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Tuesday on the WWE Network at 9 Eastern, Corey Graves will host an NXT preview of the events heading into TakeOver Rival. Uh, Corey Graves hosts a special edition of NXT previewing the events leading up to TakeOver Rival. That's, that's like, exactly what I just said. <laughs> I know. That's why I had a copy-paste out when I was a good one. NXT TakeOver Rival pre-show will air Wednesday at 7.30. The show will be hosted by Renee Young, Corey Graves, Byron Saxton, and Jason Albert, and will preview the events leading up to TakeOver Rival. <laughs> a lot of pre-shows, eh? There's a pre-show, pre-show of the pre-show. Yeah, the, the one on Tuesday is the pre-show of the pre-show. It's the pre-show pre-show. Oh, NXT Rival is actually the pre-show to the post-show. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then after the post-show, we're going to have a post-show from the post-show, which will also be a pre-show for the next post-show from the pre-show, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. And the question I have is, who's on first? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Shell Sonnensori is not going away. In fact, he is expected to have a meeting with Kevin Dunn the weekend of WrestleMania, which, uh, go ahead, G, and explain this. Okay, well, I didn't bother really putting all this shit in the news, even though it was popping up daily, because it kept getting released that it was a thing, and then it wasn't a thing, and then it was a thing. It was one of those stories, and I hate those fucking stories. So, basic is is Chael Sonnen and Vanderlei Silva of UFC fame um, both have kind of stepped away Sonnen because he had drug issues uh, and he's a free agent he's the guy who did um, paper with Jim Ross recently it was like some minor level MMA uh, program gift to gab really good talker friends with a certain uh, punker out there mm-hmm. uh, Vanderlei Silva of course is a very successful fighter for many years that the idea that's being leaked whether there's any merit to it or truth i don't know but because it keeps coming up is that the ww are going to meet with these guys they've both been independently invited according to both guys they don't they didn't know the other guy was being invited as well and the thinking is that the success of having guys from the ufc appear in the wwe is, is this trend continuing now who knows right I can tell you this much. I have no idea what Vandalay Silva brings to the table uh, as character-wise. He's charismatic, but he's not really the most good with his words. I guess I'm not either. <laughs> Sonnen, on the other hand, is the other, other way around. That guy is better than 95% of the roster, even when given a chance. Like He, he does understand that side of things. So I... I believe that that could actually make me interested in it. The guy, those guys are coming in, and they're going to like maybe have something to do with Brock Lesnar at Mania. Is also the other thing that's been swirling around. So we'll see what happens. So there you know, we'll keep you posted, folks. Um, I expect tomorrow it'll be shot down again, and then on Tuesday it'll be back, and then Wednesday it'll be shot. <laughs> it's the pre-show post-show of MMA. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the. Hey, message free. <laughs> Wyatt and Bo Dallas are brothers? <laughs> That's the message I just got. Yeah, I've gotten that from friends of mine in the past that casually watch. <laughs> I got one recently, too. A guy, again, a casual viewer, who was like, Wait, uh, um, Curtis Axel is Mr. Perfect's son? <laughs> 
it's just like uh, like and, and this is like not uh, you know this is one of my smarter friends here that just <laughs> messaged me that in fact he did the uh he did the transcription of the uh uh christopher daniels interview from a couple of weeks ago <laughs> uh, oh yeah i know who that guy is yeah I, i've seen him commenting on on that <laughs> yeah well i mean if you don't really look too hard for it i guess you can miss that but if you look at the eyes and the grin it's obvious oh yeah you know speaking of things on facebook i just saw something <laughs> i had to laugh it's a page that said Peter Steele's voice, and it says George likes this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that 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 would be yeah. <laughs> the the the, the uh, I I put yep, and he goes, "What the fuck?" Well, we know who got the talent. No, I just leave. I'm believing Mr. Jiggles. He's hanging out with Darren Young, wondering where the hell he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mickey James was only booked for the Maximum Impact Tour on a short-term basis to be part of her real-life fiancé Magnus's face turn. That doesn't rule out her returning in the future, but it means she's not with TNA full-time right now. I still have Drew Galloway. <laughs> Kurt Angle's current deal with TNA expires in December of this year. I found that one interesting. It's a very short contract, just the one-year deal, eh? Yeah. I think that's all he was really looking for. I don't think he was looking for anything yeah, more. Yeah, so he, all his deals are a yearly basis. Yeah. I think that he was all he was really looking for. It would be his for. last one. And he did say that this was going to be his last wrestling contract. The, I'll see what happens. I'll try to make an effort to watch his last quote-unquote match in TNA, even if I'm not regularly watching anymore. Right. I would have to see. will be back by then. The average age of the Impact Wrestling audience has skewed older. It's now between 40 and 50. Which explains a lot. Old people are very... Well, they rarely love routines. Old people are just watching TNA out of habit. That's why the number is so high. But they don't understand the concept of pay-per-view, so they're not buying anything. We've explained TNA. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are the people that would have been buying pay-per-views back in the day, though. (laughs) Okay, yeah. yeah. It's the the young generation that won't understand the concept of a pay-per-view. Actually, they don't understand the concept of paying. Right? I like that mentality, personally. I gotta, you gotta think, young folks. Think young. Wait, how do you pay for things? <laughs> Not wrestling. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck am I looking at in this animated GIF this week? <laughs> I told you. I, ju- I just, I started the document and uh, just decided to throw it in there, and yeah, there it is, banana. <laughs> banana. Yeah, I believe. Uh, no. And then I, I found this other one just by complete fluke, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm using this. <laughs> it's just... Wow. <laughs> Jack Evans is expected to debut on Lucha Underground in the next few months. Shane Strickland and PWG slash uh, CWH wrestler <laughs> Willie Mack impressed Lucha Underground officials at a recent tryout. So Strickland has already been signed, and Mack will likely be offered a deal. Olympic wrestler Jeff Cobb and former WWE Tough Enough contestant Martin Caucus. Acosis, excuse me, have also been signed. And Alberto El Patron, as we mentioned earlier in the show, has made his official first appearance on Lucha Underground this week. 
And Jack Evans also this week hit the first ever, apparently first ever recorded uh, 720 splash from the top rope. There's really? a Jeff floating around out there if you want to see it. All right. It's to the outside on a bunch of guys. I don't know, know if anyone could do that into the ring. Right, right. It's pretty, pretty impressive, though. If you, if you want to see a, an interesting acrobatic feat. I'm waiting for somebody to hit a 900. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's well, just... Right. So now that Justin Gabriel isn't in WWE anymore, give it time. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I, I did see when Tony Hawk hit the first 900. But that yeah, was skateboarding. And yeah. <laughs> anyway. WWE Network sent out a, treat, a tweet promising Paul Heyman would address the Brian Williams controversy on Saturday. Uh, Heyman took the position that it's okay to lie, particularly if you're in the entertainment business, and that's what newscasters are. For those who haven't had a chance to watch it, there's a teaser clip from the segment that WWE put up on YouTube. Brian Williams basically, oh, I recalled some facts incorrectly. Like, yeah, okay, good for you, dude. I don't really give a shit. Just keep doing your newscast yeah. so Jimmy Fallon can keep breaking your words up into fucking rap songs. Well, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> this is shit that was like, like, like 10 years, 10, 12 years ago. It's like, really? Yeah, whatever. Get to the chopper! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's up with that. I didn't actually see any links to the segment. But, uh, you know, Fox News lies on a constant basis. But, you know, you, you, we don't have Paul Heyman commenting on that. On that. Yeah, right. Uh, according to Kayfabe News, aiming to get in the peak physical condition for his UFC debut, ornery former pro wrestler CM Punk has begun an intense workout regimen and instruction of Hunter Hearst Helmsley's new fitness DVD. <laughs> I want to get totally ripped for my big debut in the Octagon, said Punk. I want to look like my idol Ryback. <laughs> Acknowledging that cardiovascular conditioning was also vital to success in UFC, Punk also begins uh, intends to begin training next week with Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley's WWE Fit Series DVD. Punk's first UFC fight is rumored to be scheduled for September, but his first UFC walkout is rumored to be scheduled for June. <laughs> oh, shit. I could it? not, not put that one in the news. <laughs> Is that that's in lieu of our uh, our uh, total divas <laughs> preview? I don't think it's even on this week. I didn't see a preview for it either. Oh, okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Corey Graves on Becky Lynch. Listen to this. She headbangs at the wrong times. She misuses devil horns. She's the type of girl that wears band shirts to their concert. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even realize that was some kind of unwritten rule. I uh, I wore a Marilyn Manson t-shirt to the Marilyn Manson Alice Cooper concert a few years ago. Oh, it's cool, because Alice Cooper was there, too. Right. So I, I think they'd let that one slide. No, no, no but, but Brian Muller comes up to me in the parking lot, and he goes, Dude, you don't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. Like... Why the fuck not? Uh, I, know, I, get, I never understood that either. I'll it's not that. like I do it all the time, but it's like... I'll get into that in a second. Brian's in here, is standing there at a Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson concert with a Limp Biscuit t-shirt on. <laughs> and the security guard overhears this conversation, comes up, looks at me, says, Nice shirt. Like, dude, you really wore a Limp Biscuit shirt to this concert? Uh, you're going to die. You know that, right? Like I'll try my best to protect you. <laughs> well, well, Lee. Dude, see, in Lee's defense, he was um doing what the book told him to do. Right, but uh, but this this is the thing. I never got that. And and as a musician myself, former musician myself, uh, if I saw somebody in my crowd wearing my band's T-shirt, awesome, <laughs> cool. 
you no, know, I, I will agree with the headbanging thing. That is something that annoys me a surprisingly large amount about her. <laughs> it it don't bother me none. I'm I'm still a fan. <laughs> <laughs> she's hot. Uh, she is. Oh, uh, she. And I pretty. We're all now pretty sure she's related to Loki because of the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was wondering what you guys would think about the whole wearing the band shirt. I'm kind I, of like I'm I, with you. I whatever. Like I don't see the big deal, man. Like I, I I know that the thinking is like I I've had it explained to me before as being you're at a show with like-minded people with the genre of the band. They don't really need to be told to like that band. So the idea is that you wear a shirt of another band that you think they might like. I mean that's that's what it's been. To- I've I've heard people explain it as such, and I still think, well, then you're a fucking tool, buddy. Yeah. You're, you're, you're then you're basically saying you're advertising for free and trying to push some music on me, assuming I'll like it just because I like this band. I mean, there's an well, obvious, that's the obvious kind of smarty car- uh, counter to that. I, I get up. I might I might like that band. I get up in know? the morning of a concert. I've still got normal everyday stuff I got to do, right? So. I'm gonna if I'm going to see Metallica and JT's been to several Metallica shows. He knows that everybody at Metallica shows are fucking wearing Metallica T-shirts, you yeah. know. But if I get up in the morning, and I'm going to see Metallica later on in the night. I'm putting on a Metallica shirt. I'm gonna go do my usual daily shit, so people know I'm fucking going to see Metallica tonight, you know. <laughs> and I will go to the show still wearing the shirt because why the fuck am I gonna change just to go to a concert? Yeah. Well, and, and my thing is, like, I'll just wear what I feel like wearing. If I get up and I that feel too. like wearing a band shirt, like, I've, I've gone to Metallica concerts wearing a Metallica shirt. When I went to see him in Buffalo, I wore a Metallica shirt. When I saw him at Yankee Stadium, I wore an Anthrax shirt. Yes, Anthrax was also on the on the bill, but I, I didn't, you know, I just, I that's the shirt I decided to wear. When I went to Motley Crue and Alice Cooper... I wore before I bought the my, uh, the Motley Crue hockey jersey. I was wearing a Rob Zombie T-shirt. It go. was just I mean, all. God, God forbid you actually buy a shirt at the concert. Oh no, you yeah, can't wear that. <laughs> if I have the pleasure of going to an Iron Maiden concert, I'm wearing like three or four Iron Maiden shirts and a hoodie wrapped around my waist. I was gonna say the second time I saw Metallica, I was wearing three Metallica shirts. I really was. That is not a joke. That is absolutely true. I I wore one. I bought one for my girlfriend at the time, and I bought one for myself. So I'm wearing all three of these just so I don't have to carry them around. Yeah, you don't want to lose them. Yeah. Right? So I'm wearing yeah. three Metallica shirts at this guy. Co- but that that just like I said, if I'm a musician and I see people out there like, oh shit, they're wearing my shirt. They actually like me, you know. I mean, maybe that's not true for, like, a big-name band like that, but I wear... Like, when I saw Guns N' Roses a couple of years ago, I was wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. My wife was wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. We're walking, trying to get to the venue because we thought it was at a different venue. <laughs> and so we're trying to find this venue. We see these other people who made the same mistake we did. They're wearing Guns N' Roses t-shirts. One of them's wearing the exact same shirt I am. It's like, you know, none of us were following that stupid rule. <laughs> you know? We're all wearing the T-shirt of the band we're going to see. Yeah, well, it's like I said, I bought, went to see Godsmack last summer. I bought a jacket. I wore the jacket throughout the whole world. I sw- I, I swapped. I let my girlfriend wear it for a little bit too, but I, I eventually started wearing it. I bought saw corn. I bought bought a hoodie. I wore the hoodie through the entire concert. It's just, I, I never understood the whole. You know, it's like okay, yeah, I do. Sometimes, sometimes I don't. You know, it's whatever I feel like putting on that day. Right. Exactly. You know, 
Exactly. That's that's like telling me don't wear a WWE t-shirt to a WWE show. <laughs> I don't half my, half I don't I don't own any WWE t-shirts. I'll say half so my WWE I'm go to an NXT event wearing a Corey Graves shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How, but half of my WWE t-shirts are CM Punk t-shirts anyway, so... You know. Oh, they won't let you get in wearing one of those. <laughs> then I can't wear those to the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they they did apparently have that rule, you have to remove it, so just go wearing three Punk shirts. Right. <laughs> short comedy routine where each time you take it off, there's another Punk shirt. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's so I, I I thought that comment was good. I I didn't I didn't know um, if it was really him just playing the role as the announcer and the fact that Becky Lynch is a, a heel, right? Right. And what he, like how sincere he buys into that role, who knows, man? But I, apparently there is a total divas, and once again they wrote it for me. I didn't even have to, so All this right. is awesome. <laughs> a new girl versus girl by 2015. Okay, the, the rest of the description isn't important as the very first. <laughs> The future of the Bella Twins is in question after Bree's admission that she doesn't use protection. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm reading this off my television, guys. What the fuck indeed? I... Wow. Brazzers. Alrighty All right. then. Yeah, but I-, I did see a clip last week where Cena comes out wearing actual wrestling gear. And a mask. <laughs> and at the end of the scene, apparently Nikki tells him to put the mask back on. Because she's into that kind of thing. Oh, boy. This is weird, man. Tag teams in the WWE. Apparently, Uso means brother in Samoan. Yeah. That's, that's what Uso, they tell crazy. us. So, <laughs> what does this Bella mean? Is that... It's the Italian for beautiful, I do believe. Wife swap? But you can't wife swap twins, how would you know? Well, one of them got, you know, close lines from hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently Eva Marie, her tits exploded. And that's why she's not around. Because she had a boob job and they blew up. Boom! Biff! No, 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 I, if you really want to find those fans, so just go to any it's, Eva's Twitter account and look at the replies. <laughs> if Brock uh, Lesnar nobody's trolled this guy yet, get on that. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar were to rip off Reigns' tactical vest and proceed to beat him with it, would he be DQ'd? Well, redditor, <laughs> no, he wouldn't be. <laughs> That's a part of Roman Reigns' uh, gear, so no, he wouldn't be. <laughs> There's a precedent for that, like uh, beating Hulk Hogan with his weight belt. Brother. <laughs> I don't want there to be a gimmick change where Reigns takes the vest off and all of a sudden he's weak as shit. 
and it turns out the vest was just protecting him this entire time. Like, Zack Ryder punches him and he flies out of the ring. <sighs> TNA should drop the T, become NSA, and Dixie Carter should be an evil authority like the CIA monitoring the wrestlers' entire lives. And it would create a new era of wrestle crap. We could have five against one matches where Rockstar Spud is being punished for Googling Dixie Carter nude pics. G finds the most awesome stuff. <laughs> and there was another one as well, a classic Jerry Lawler joke. When Roman Reigns wins the title, a lot of the IWC are going to be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's why J brother. <laughs> oh, dude, you guys, you guys saw the, the other Hogan tweet, right? Which one? I just hit my wife Jennifer with one because she said it was Sunday, and I said it's like it is like day, brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus! Don't don't hit your wife. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something, brother. When you when the punchy bag isn't there, you gotta punch something, brother. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go put on a. I'm gonna go put on a band T-shirt and go see them. <laughs> that's, that's... Well, what you know something, brother? My new band, Hogan's Hogan's Maniacs, is playing this Sunday, brother. Did you see them like, like Metal Inquisition or, or like uh, Blabbermouth? One of them like posted the posted the video of Hulk, like we found Hulk Hogan's audition tape for Metallica. And it's it's the real American video played with fucking anesthesia. (laughs) (sighs) Oh boy. Anyway, anybody have anything else to add? Nope. Anything at all? No, nothing. Uh, I think I found all the funny that I could this week. All right, then, in that case, for at G of the Internet, for at Random Redhead, for at Mark underscore Noise, I am at Think So Joe. We are at that's Board Wrestling Fan Without Vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. And of course, listen to this podcast every week on Stitcher, iTunes, Blueberry, GPeat.com, and of course, at Board Wrestling Fan.com. Or listen to it live Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern. Next week, we should have Gary Barnage from Cleveland Browns to tell you how you can win tickets to WrestleMania. 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 Oh, and don't forget to look on my Facebook. I also promote the show on my Facebook, too. <laughs> Joe's, too. Yep. G and Mark are too good to show it, share it. Which superstar would you like to see date Taylor Swift? I'm voting Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> WWE.com poll. <laughs> <laughs>